Open your Bible to Genesis 44. Uh, today in this lesson, we are going to do two chapters because I feel that the two flow together. Uh, we're going to do Genesis 44, which is entitled The Brothers Are Brought Back. And then we're going to flow right into Genesis 45, which is entitled Joseph Deals Kindly with His Brothers. Now, chapter 44 uh, starts out after the brothers and Joseph have, have had a feast. Uh, go back uh, to the end of chapter 43 and look at verse uh, 34, and we will read Genesis 43, 34 through 44, 1. And he took portions to them from his own table. they talking about Joseph. But Benjamin's portion was five times as much as any of theirs, so they feasted and drank freely with him. Then he commanded his house steward, saying, Fill the men's sacks with food, as much as they can carry, and put each man's money in the mouth of his sack. Now, remember back in Genesis 42, Joseph commanded his servant to do the same thing. Now, uh, Joseph commands his servant exactly what to put in their sacks and what to say to the 11 when he uh, tracks them down. Notice verses 3 through 6. As morning dawned, the men were sent on their way with their donkeys. They had not gone far from the city when Joseph said to his steward, Go after those men at once, and when you catch up with them, say to them, Why have you repaid good with evil? Isn't this the cup my master drinks from? and also uses for divination? This is a wicked thing you have done. When he caught up with them, he repeated these words to them. Now, the 11 uh, defend himself, themselves. Notice verses 7 to 9. But they said to him, Why does my Lord say such things? Far be it from your servants to do anything like that. We even brought back to you from the land of Canaan the silver we found inside the mouths of our sacks. So why would we steal silver or gold from your master's house? If any of your servants is found to have it, he will die, and the rest of us will become my Lord's slaves. Now, I believe uh, they said, let the one whom has the things the servant commanded be put to death because they truly believe no one uh, took anything. Now, the cup is found in Benjamin's sack. Uh, notice verses 10 through 13. Very well then, he said. Let it be as you say. Whoever is found to have it will become my slave. The rest of you will be free from blame. Each of them quickly lowered his sack to the ground and opened it. Then the steward proceeded to search beginning with the oldest and ending with the youngest, and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. At this, they tore their clothes. Then they all loaded their donkeys and returned to the city. Now, I can only imagine how they felt when they saw that the cup was in Benjamin's sack. Uh, now uh, the men are brought back to Joseph. Notice verses 14 through 17. Joseph was still in the house when Judah and his brothers came in, and they threw themselves to the ground before him. Joseph said to them, What is this you have done? Don't you know that a man like me can find things out by divination? What can we say to my Lord? Judah replied, What can we say? How can we prove our innocence? God has uncovered your servant's guilt. We are now, my Lord's slaves, we ourselves, and the one who was found to have the cup. But Joseph said, 
Far be it for me to do such a thing. Only the man who is found to have the cup will become my slave. The rest of you, go back to your father in peace. Okay, now Judah pleads with Joseph and tells him the conversation they had with their father Israel before they came back to Egypt. Notice verses 18 through 34. Then Judah went up to him and said, Please, my lord, let your servant speak a word to my lord. Do not be angry with your servant, though you are equal to Pharaoh himself. My lord asked his servants, Do you have a father or a brother? And we answered, We have an aged father, and there is a young son born to him in his old age. His brother is dead, and he is the only one of his mother's sons left, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, Bring him down to me so I can see him for myself. And we said to my lord, The boy cannot leave his father. If he leaves him, his father will die. But you told your servants, Unless your youngest brother comes down with you, you will not see my face again. When we went back to your servant my father, we told him what my lord had said. Then our father said, Go back and buy a little more food. But we said, We cannot go down. Only if our youngest brother is with us will we go. We cannot see the man's face unless our youngest brother is with us. Your servant my father said to us, You know that my wife bore me two sons. One of them went away from me, and I said, He has surely been torn to pieces, and I have not seen him since. If you take this one from me too, and harm comes to him, you will bring my gray head down to the grave in misery. So now, if the boy is not with us, when I go back to your servant my father, and if my father, whose life is closely bound up with the boy's life, see that the boy isn't there, he will die. Your servants will bring the gray head of our father down to the grave in sorrow. Your servant guaranteed the boy's safety to my father. I said, if I do not bring him back to you, I will bear the blame before you, my father, all my life. Now then, please, let your servant remain here as my lord's slave in place of the boy, and let the boy return with his brothers. How can I go back to my father if the boy is not with me? No, do not let me see the misery that would come upon my father. So uh, Joseph hears from his own brother's mouth how his father thinks he's dead. Uh, also, uh, he sees how his father's heart will be broken if Benjamin does not uh, come home. Now that brings us to the end of chapter 44. Now we will roll right into chapter 45. And uh, this one we will read the whole chapter through. Genesis 45. Genesis 45. Then Joseph could no longer control himself before all his attendants, and he cried out, Have everyone leave my presence. So there was no one with Joseph when he made himself known to his brothers. And he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard him and Pharaoh's household heard about it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still living? But his brothers were not able to answer him because they were terrified at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, Come close to me. When they had done so, he said, I am your brother Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed, and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here, because 
it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. For two years now there has been famine in the land, and for the next five years there will not be plowing and reaping. But God sent me ahead of you to preserve for you a remnant on earth, and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So then, it was not you who sent me here, but God. He made me father to Pharaoh, lord of his entire household, and ruler of all Egypt. Now hurry back to my father and say to him, This is what your son Joseph says. God has made me lord of all Egypt. Come down to me. Don't delay. You shall live in the region of Goshen and be near me, you, your children and grandchildren, your flocks and herds, and all you have. I will provide for you there, because five years of famine are still to come. Otherwise, you and your household and all who belong to you will become destitute. You can see for yourselves, and so can my brother Benjamin, that it is really I who am speaking to you. Tell my father about all the honor accorded me in Egypt and about everything you have seen, and bring my father down here quickly. Then he threw his arms around his brother Benjamin and wept, and Benjamin embraced him weeping. And he kissed all his brothers and wept over them. Afterward, his brothers talked with him. When the news reached Pharaoh's palace that Joseph's brothers had come, Pharaoh and all his officials were pleased. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Tell your brothers, do this, load your animals and return to the land of Canaan, and bring your father and your families back to me. I will give you the best of the land of Egypt, and you can enjoy the fat of the land. You are also directed to tell them, do this, take some carts from Egypt for your children and your wives, and get your father and come. Never mind about your belongings, because the best of all Egypt will be yours." So the sons of Israel did this. Joseph gave them carts, as Pharaoh had commanded, and he also gave them provisions for their journey. To each of them he gave new clothing, but to Benjamin he gave three hundred shekels of silver and five sets of clothes. And this is what he sent to his father, ten donkeys loaded with the best things of Egypt, and ten female donkeys loaded with grain and bread and other provisions for his journey. Then he sent his brothers away, and as they were leaving, he said to them, Don't quarrel on the way. So they went up out of Egypt and came to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan. They told him, Joseph is still alive. In fact, he is ruler of all Egypt. Jacob was stunned. He did not believe them. But when they told him everything Joseph had said to them, and when he saw the carts Joseph had sent to carry him back, the spirit of their father Jacob revived. And Israel said, I'm convinced my son Joseph is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. Now, uh, we start this chapter out after Judah finished pleading with Joseph at the end of Genesis 44. We'll read Genesis 44, 33 through 45, 2. Now, therefore, please let your servant remain instead of the lad a slave to my Lord, and let the lad go up with his brothers. For how shall I go up to my father if the lad is not with me? Lest I see the evil that will overtake my father. Then Joseph could not control himself before all those 
who stood by him, and he cried, Have everyone go out from me. So there was no man with him when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. And he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard it, and the household of Pharaoh heard of it. Uh, now, uh, I, I believe Joseph cried uh, because the Spirit of the Lord grieved his heart. Uh, because uh, I think I think this because uh, the way Joseph was dealing with his brothers was obviously in the flesh. Uh, even though he believes that the Lord has put him here, you see he's dealt harshly. <laughs> excuse me, from the, from, with his brothers from the moment he first laid eyes on them in Egypt. Now, Joseph reveals himself to his brothers. Notice verses 3 and 4. Then Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his, fathers, but his brothers could not answer him, for they were dismayed at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, Please, come closer to me. And they came closer. And he said, I am your brother Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. Uh, we can only imagine how the 11 must have felt uh, when this was dropped on them. I mean, you know, they're uh, uh, pleading with this man not to take their brother into slavery, and uh, then all of a sudden the man of the house just cries out so loud that you can hear it, uh, you know, a, a distance away, and then he uh, turns around and tells them that he's Joseph. Now, uh, Joseph tells his brothers that it was the uh, hand of the Lord that put him in Egypt and in charge of Pharaoh's household. Notice verses 5 through 8. And now do not be greed or angry with yourselves because you sold me here. For God sent me because, I'm sorry, before you to preserve life. For the famine has been in the land these two years, and there are still five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. And God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant in the earth and to keep you alive by a great deliverance. Now, therefore, it was not you who sent me here, but God. And he has made me a father to Pharaoh, the Lord of all his household and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Uh, now, Joseph gives his brothers uh, a command concerning Jacob and the rest of the family. Look, let's look at verses 9 through 15. Hurry and go up to my father and say to him, Thus says your son Joseph, God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Go down to me. Do not delay. And you shall live in the land of Goshen, and you shall be near me, you and your children and your children's children and your flocks and your herds and all that you have. Therefore, I will also provide for you, for there are still five years of famine to come, lest you and your household and all that you have be uh, imp impoverished. And behold, your eyes, uh, uh, your eyes see, and the eyes of my uh, brother Benjamin see, that it is my mouth which is speaking to you. Now you must tell my father of all my splendor in Egypt and all that you have seen, and you must hurry and bring my father down here. Then he fell on uh, his brother's Benjamin's neck and wept, and Benjamin wept on his neck. And he kissed all his brothers and wept on them, and afterwards his brothers talked with him. Okay, now, uh, this had to be uh, very emotional uh, for the 12 brothers uh, who are being united after 20-some-odd uh, years. 
Now, uh, Pharaoh hears of Joseph's good fortune and gets in on the action and commands that Joseph's family come and live in Egypt. Notice verses 16 through 20. And when the news was heard in Pharaoh's house that Joseph's brothers had come, it pleased Pharaoh and his servants. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, say to your brothers, do this, load your beasts and go to the land of Canaan and take your father and your households and come to me and I will give you the best of the land of Egypt and you shall eat the fat of the land. Now you are ordered, do this, take wagons from the land of Egypt for your little ones and for your wives and bring your father and come and do not concern yourselves with your goods for the best of the land of Egypt is yours. Uh, now this proves to me that even though Joseph is a foreigner, Pharaoh, Pharaoh treated him like a member of the family. Uh, Joseph passes the command of Pharaoh to his brothers. Uh, notice verses 21 through 25. Then the sons of Israel did so, and Joseph gave them wagons according to the command of Pharaoh and gave them provisions for the journey. To each of them he gave changes of garments, but to Benjamin he gave 300 pieces of silver and five changes of garments. And to his father he sent as follows, ten donkeys loaded with the best things of Egypt, and ten female donkeys loaded with grain and bread and sustenance for his father on the journey. So he sent his brothers away, and as they departed, he said to them, Do not quarrel on the journey. Then they went up from Egypt and came to the land of Canaan to their father Jacob. Now, you know, Joseph, you remember I said a few chapters back that this is not a quick trip. <laughs> this trip did not take a day. You know, this trip took a while. And I think and, and at this point, uh, Israel is old. So I think that's why Joseph is informing his brothers. Don't delay. Uh, you know, get there, get my father, bring him back. Okay. Uh, now the 11 make it back to Canaan and tell Israel that his son Joseph is still alive. Look at verses 26 through 28. And they told him, him being Jacob, saying, Joseph is still alive, and indeed he is ruler over all the land of Egypt. But he was stunned, for he did not believe them. When they told him all the words of Joseph that he had spoken to them, and when he saw the wagons that Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of their father Jacob revived. Then Israel said, It is enough. My son Joseph is still alive, and I will go and see him before I die. Notice uh, Jacob's spirit revived, Hebrew 24, 21, which is to quicken. Uh, so in other words, this old man went from a 5 to a 10 with joy and excitement. Now, Israel, after two decades, will see his son before he leaves the earth. That brings us to the end of this lesson, Genesis 44 and uh, 45. That's all for now. God bless.